Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You have to test it. You have to tell someone, yeah, is it like, is it the problem, you know, that people are really facing of you or you're actually only one who is in love in your yeah. idea? My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This episode is powered by the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. And you get to meet really amazing people here. And not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic, and I am the Manager of Entrepreneurs in Residence and Ecosystem Facilitator for the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here in Macedonia. Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech podcast. Podcast. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. I am in Sarajevo, Bosnia, and it, they're not at war. It's amazing here. It's incredible. And there's awesome women in technology. I had the privilege of speaking um, at United Nations for International Girls Day with IT Girls, and it's just been an amazing, amazing, amazing experience, which would not have been made possible if it weren't for Swiss Contact and Alema. Hello. Hello. Even though it's not a war, I'm still born in war, so don't worry, guys. You, you're all welcome to come here and check this out. <laughs> As Bree said, it's awesome nature and food. So, yeah, come on and check out. Seriously, I love this town. I wish I could explore. I was writing my mom today. I wish I could explore more of Bosnia because it is really cool. Um, it's where the Olympics were held back in the 80s. And it is just... Um, the media gives it a bad rep. I mean, uh, they went through a really, really hard time and it's a lingering reputation that they, they shouldn't have, you know, plastered on the country anymore because it truly is an amazing, amazing country. Okay, I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina. So Bosnia and Herzegovina was always one country. We were never separated in two and got all, uh, you know, got united. So those of you who don't know, when you look at a map, Bosnia is Bosnia Herzegovina. Herzegovina. And most of us just say Bosnia. Yeah. But it's actually the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Go okay. ahead. So it's official name of the country. And uh, so it, why is actually separated? Because it has a historical connotation. Because Bosnia was, uh, was uh, always a, a kingdom. And uh, and the thing is, like the, the Middle Ages, uh, one uh, I would say knight had the title Herzog, 
and he actually con- uh, named all the uh, his land Herzegovina. So, and what is very important when it comes to uh, history and geography that Bosnia is continental and Herzegovina is a uh, very Mediterranean. So that was actually, I will say, the main difference. But, you know, our full name is Bosnia and Herzegovina. So if you're like, find yourself in Herzegovina, they will always, you know, remind you that this country's name, Bosnia and Herzegovina. (laughs) So let's get into it. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. My name is Elema, born and raised in Sarajevo, Bosnia. Uh, so I've been working for Swiss Entrepreneurship Program for, this is the third year of our program. Uh, my role is actually to facilitate uh, mentorship skills and actually the expertise of our experts that are coming here to help us and support us, uh, especially our startups and startup organizations like Esprit is doing right now. And uh, what is very important that we are, we are a global project helping uh, emerging markets like uh, four countries in Balkans and two countries aside as Peru and Vietnam. So if you want to check it out, check us on our website, viscontact.org. Yeah. <laughs> Spelling it in another language is always yeah, exactly. really hard. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. So, so I would say that my project is very interesting because uh, we figure out that even though that we are emerging markets, uh, we are lacking a lot of business skills. Although we will be known as Eastern Europe very for technical background, and but still we don't know how to actually behave on the international markets. So having experts from all around the world here, like Esprit, helping us and actually to understand how. We can prosper from the knowledge and giving our resources, which is which is like you've been always saying how much is important to know what is what is avail- available not only on the market but also from the people. And actually, uh, the most important I would say lesson that we figured out uh, from our experts coming from USA is give first. So that is I would say the first value that entrepreneurs need to know, and our culture is be actually kind of like shaping around the Balkans, uh, around that value. Talking about giving first, you learned this from an incredible organization in the state, Startup Grind. You're a Startup Grind director in Sarajevo. Like, tell us more about what that means to be a Startup Grind director. Yeah, that's an awesome organization. Um, well, what is very cool about Startup Grind is that we are we are organization present in over 400 cities worldwide. So in every city that you are, you can reach to the star- chapter director and it will give you information about the ecosystem and what is like happening in that particular city because uh, uh, directors are actually not connected only to the whole country but to the city, which is like making, I will say... Uh, more convenient for the community that you can reach out and see who are the startups on the the market, what is like happening, who are the main players. If you need help, who to reach out. What is very important that we are like trying to help out and make our events really, uh, I will say, pro, uh, you know, approachable for everyone. That if you really want to be inspired, that you come for our startup guy event. And but the other thing, what is very important, that you can feel what actually it means to have entrepreneurial community around you. That it means that it's actually safe community where failure is uh, like 
it's not the best word. It's like, you know, it's very safe. It's safe to fail. You can get, uh, you know, uh, all around in my community, what is very awesome that a lot of startups actually meet each other and talk with uh, other organizations like incubators. Also, some VCs are always, uh, I will say, on my events and a lot of developers. So we are actually having uh, that event in one local pub. And we are actually trying to, when we hear hear one story, very inspirational story, to actually hang out afterwards and network and learn from one another. Most importantly, like about Start and Grind, it's like that every month one event ha- must be held. So which is actually me, that consistency is actually something that is very unique for the Start and Grind events because every month you are actually... Uh, you have a, I would say, uh, I'm not say privilege, but opportunity to actually meet people who are very cool uh, and in a very, I will say, you know, uh, relaxing environment. Because it's not, it's not uh, like that. You need to be there. You know, it's in its way that it's not a business meeting or something. You know, it's not that kind of vibe. But it's very, you know, helpful, and you you're making your, I don't know. I know it's super fun. You know? yeah. I have so much cool people at the event, you yeah. know, because my uh, so why did I did decided to actually take uh, alliances for this? And actually, when I applied to be a startup a grind director, is like I want to have a cool event uh, because I want to hang out with cool people. And uh, when I get to the states, first event that I uh, went to was Startup Grind Chicago, and I was like blown away. Because, you know, chapter director there, Tom Dennison, was like, you know, so approachable. And, you know, he told me about, you know, when you need to visit this, 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 um, uh, you know, uh, incubator, these people are doing this. And you, what are you interested in? You know, that kind of like, uh, I would say, approach, which was so friendly. And, you know, that some girl from like coming from Bosnia, like, you know, when I said, you know, I'm a chapter director too. He was like, awesome. And he told like everyone about it. And I was like, you know, oh my God, I'm feeling so special. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's something that has come up both with um, your involvement in Startup Grind and your involvement in Swiss Contact is collaboration. And I've noticed that um, you, a lot of your work relates to forming collaboration amongst business people. Uh, what have you found is something that you could guide us that has really worked in forming collaboration? Because there's been resistance, right? And here in Bosnia, there was resistance in collaborating, and you've worked really hard to make people feel more collaborative, and you continue to do that work. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let me just, like, kind of, like, introduce your audience about what what was the main problem. Yeah. So it's... um, uh, it's actually, you know, it's a normal uh, thing in happening in the all in the business world when uh, something new is happening. It's new in the market, and everyone feels as a competitors to one another. Right. So we are a country of three point eight million people. So basically, that's so small. <laughs> you know, people would say, "Well, you only know each other in a country." Yeah. You know, but the, because emerging markets itself. Especially in Bosnia, its infrastructure is very bad. We are lacking still a lot of stuff. Right. Um, you will see how hard it is actually to get to Eastern Europe, especially here, um, it, because the infrastructure is not really, you know, supportive. Right. 
And, uh, you know, our partners, even though they are in a different cities, they didn't know about each other. Right. And they feel like, you know, that, you know, they don't have, you know, they didn't have at that back in the days a goal that they need to collaborate and then we made an opportunities that they meet each other that they actually you know we tried we connect them through via emails then we brought them at the peer-to-peer exchanges right and we are actually tr- not only like in a country but also regionally because as i said so much we had so much you know, we don't have like much people living in right. this country. So we as a region need to act as one. As you've been mentioning, like today, you know, if we unite as Balkan, then we have like, I will say that it's our voice can be heard. And I said that today in, in a uh, in a meeting we had this morning. Part of what Swiss Contact does is or not part the whole like a huge part of what they do is they help essentially connect different hubs, community leaders, companies in the city with uh, experts so that we could help support the city in prospering forward. So, for example, like I said, I gave a talk at United Nations. Like, it felt really great to help move uh, forward women in technology here in Bosnia. Who knows where that can go? And so for them to have access to an American entrepreneur, I think that was really exciting. Yeah, because it's making... Because startup world is generally very small. So, yeah. uh, because then, you know, in general. Globally or here? Globally. Yeah. It's very small. Because it's easy. Now, is, I think today, you can reach to people so easy. Yeah. Like you never, you know, been poor because before we didn't have LinkedIn, we didn't right. have, everyone was like manually. So, you know, but uh, I would say that what is very you know, inspiring having so many experts from abroad here because it's not only that our partners starting actually to collaborate, but it's also collab- within themselves. But uh, they start to collaborate with experts from another accelerators, and you know, making this story not to have you know, if you are a startup, you have you know, if Bosnia is your maybe starting point, but you know, you have to think beyond that, right? So, like you're having, for example, you bringing that perspective. You know, you're you know you're changing uh, what we essentially do as Swiss Contact, especially this project, CCP, is actually that we are doing culture shifting. So, having your perspective here as entrepreneur from United States is actually that you 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 shift the mindset. Okay, this is my perspective. Right. This is how we do things. And, you know, and, you know, at some people, they're going to, you know, they will, something will click and you will inspire someone. Someone will be like, "Uh okay, I knew that you validate. Right. And most importantly, like you show how much entrepreneurs are really collaborative and, you know, you know, you can understand your peer entrepreneur much more than some someone for corporate culture can do it. Totally, totally. And when did you first become passionate about entrepreneurship and technology? So, uh, well, that's a funny story. <laughs> so, uh, I've been... Um, I've been involved in the civil society sector for a long time. And uh, when it comes to technology, I'm uh, I'm an engineer of genetics. So that's something that was like, you know, tech was something what I really wanted to do, how to make a change. Right. And, you know, I wanted to make it through uh, STEM because that's something what I saw like, 
oh my god, like we have so much problems, let's fix it all. And because for me, DNA is actually a core of, of, of life. So, but when it comes to startups, I've I fell in love in in a very country far away from here, so in a totally different continent. Uh-huh. So I went uh, when I was twenty two. I went to the congress in India. Yeah, and they were were and it was amazing congress because we had a lot of big companies like Electrolux, Mind Valley, um, I don't know like Husqvarna, no, like PwC, a lot of global companies like actually pushing this agile and actually lean uh, I would say methodology and uh, approach to the things but what was like for me the best part the yeah. one partner that was I blown away it was accelerator it was like 63 moons right and uh, they had few startups where founders were Colombia Russia China and I was like and you guys are all in India uh-huh. like, like why and you know the, and they were all my peers and they're just like when you have this business idea that solved the problem in India and, you know, and we were like, we want to work on this market because if we help the community here, we're going to help it. Like, you know, our next step is scale it to global. And I was like, you know, that's super cool. And I, the main thing is like that, that what was like sparked me, that was like problem solving through having a business solution. Right. Because like, you know, being an age in a civil sector where I, you know, where we impacted the students and youth through project, it was like, okay, we should like think about impact as business solution. And when we like when my team get back and when I get back, we actually figure out, okay, let's let's connect youth and entrepreneurship and actually connect them to the corporate world, but also for incubators and accelerators. And actually, after that, I got job here, and I was like oh my God, it's like my first job is actually creating an impact, but you know, I'm hanging out with cool people. It's and so cool. Yeah, I'm so uh, I'm so grateful, like, you know. And you're so good at what you do. But thank you. I'm not good as you. In this no, podcast, stop. But- no, like it's been really, you know, to have someone so passionate and so organized and so thoughtful guide you around and take you to the right people to create a positive impact, this is, your job isn't easy. Like, you're cr- constantly creating meaningful relationships with um, business initiatives to mo- essentially move a country or, or a whole area forward because we're talking about the Balkans. So you're not only looking to move Bosnia forward, you're looking to move Bosnia and Serbia and Croatia and Hungary and like the every, let's just move all of the Balkans forward and make you guys the, the masters in business and tech. And um, it's pretty, it's, I feel really lucky to have met you and I'm really impressed by your professionalism. How, I, what would you want everybody listening to walk away with in thinking about Bosnia, um, because it's been it's been an interesting journey for me. Being American, a lot of my friends, um, you know, were worried about me coming here. I crossed the border from Serbia to Bosnia, thinking maybe I'd see like I don't know what, you know. Yeah. And then I get here, and there's you know five star hotels and commerce and tourist shops and bakeries and it's just a normal (laughs) European getaway. Uh, So what, what would you like to tell people about Bosnia and about coming here and 
What would you like to share with them? Well, yeah, uh, I always consider myself as a ambassador of this country everywhere I go um, because I was really well welcomed in back back to your place in the United States. Yeah. So I would say, you know, that uh, when it comes to Bosnia Herzegovina, we are we are having reputation in all countries in Eastern Europe, unfortunately, uh, because of this old system and the history. But I think in general that uh, our, you know, our countries in the region and my especially, they're gems who needs to be discovered. Not mm. only when it comes to like you, uh, you know, nature, culture, but also people. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, as you said, I think that we are really known as people who are making meaningful connections and who can really, I would say, um, you know, share everything directly with you. And um, we are kind of like trying trying to strive for the excellence mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know, but we are here, a lot of, you know, uh, solutions coming, uh, you know, coming from from Bosnia, from Balkans, actually, because our developers, like, everywhere. Uh, and uh, I think that for us, it's really important that we have, you know, that it, that we are we have to become really open to the, to the for the international people to right. come here because our cities, unfortunately, are not yet that kind of international because uh, our expat communities are really small and digital nomads because co-working culture is really new to us mm-hmm. because these ecosystems are all old less than 10 years in right, right, countries. Right. So uh, that's something that I will always invite people to come to see, to actually help out uh, these new generations, for them to actually to make world really approachable. Because, you know, we are all known as people who are, you know, brain drain is very huge here. Uh, but, you know, there's the people who really want to, uh, you know, bring uh, the world home. So I was always invite people who really like good food, who want to actually have fun on the mountains, rivers. We have a seaside. Our seaside is amazing. <laughs> so, and, you know, all the stuff that you have, entertainment. And it's really, you know, even if the war was like 20-something years ago, and I know how it feels, it's always for every country, you know. It's not only ours, but, you know, I always invite people who are like brave enough you know, I'm living in Sarajevo, so I can be your tour guide. It's no problem. And I help it. you out over here. How can people find you? Where can they find you online? Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. So you can find me on LinkedIn. So by my first name and last name. Also on Facebook, uh, through my email account. My Gmail is uh, A-L-E-M-A. P-E-L-E-S-I-C at gmail.com. So I'm always open for any query from someone. So check it out. And her contact will also be in the show notes. Uh, One last question before we wrap up. Actually, two questions. No, three. I take it back. Three questions. Okay. One, what was a really big obstacle that you've successfully overcome in your work? And Mm -hmm. how did you overcome it? So we've been all known about fixed and growth mindset. I would say that here is like fixed mindset because this culture is not supportive at all. So f- supportive of 
of uh, of entrepreneurs in general because for example for my parents like this job that I'm doing it's like it's not a job so for them job is like from 8 to 4 in a in a public government institution where it's like a safe job like private sector is still very unknown for them because they are like from the social socialism which is like a system that didn't work out unfortunately uh-huh. so the main thing is like that we you know we don't have because of that we don't have a lot of you know very loud entrepreneur community because people are still really i would say uh people were afraid to tell their ideas right tell their you know even that they're doing something they don't you know and the first thing about the lean is like you have to test it you have to tell someone yeah is it like is it the problem you know that people are really facing of your or it's it's your you know or you're actually only one who is in love in your yeah. idea so yeah and but you know why it's like a big uh it was a major obstacle for me because i had to facilitate the process of my expert to explain this is our culture so don't like you know people are really also resistant when it comes to feedback uh-huh. yeah so you know all this stuff we had to overcome like from my side as well how to actually facilitate the process and from the partner side so that was i would say the major obstacle next question Tell me. what Hit is me. what is your favorite book oh my favorite book i have many uh-huh. <laughs> okay so when it comes to my favorite book, unfortunately, it's not connected to any prof- my professional life. That's okay. But I will actually use this opportunity to promote that book. <laughs> so it's actually 40 Rules of Love. What is it? 40 Rule of Love. 40 Rules, Rules of, of Love. love. Yeah. Okay. It's from Elif Safak. So she's actually a um, very known Turkish writer. Yeah. But uh, I will say Turkish diaspora because she is now living in England. And uh, what is like important because um, uh, one um, one major I would say lesson from there yeah. is actually how you know how you, act- you are you know you are inner love yeah so and uh, I for for me what I actually figured out as a meaning of life is actually uh, how good your relationships are with yeah. friends with family with your lover and actually that is actually defining your life so this book they have 40 rules how can you actually find your grounding and meaning not only in another person but yeah. in yourself and then actually put it out of the world i like it yeah you have to read that book i do have to read that book okay ready for the last question yeah. what is your favorite uh website or tech tool app could be hardware uh-huh. Okay. Like and er- anything. Well, when I for me the best website that I adore it's Product Hunt. Product Hunt. Yeah. No, <laughs> Ryan I'm, Hoover. No, I'm 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 totally like obsessed with that website because <laughs> I actually, you know, I I have push notification for that website, so I always get something, you know, new. Because, you know, everything when some integration happened on Slack, I knew it before, like, everyone else because I have a push notification from Product Hunt. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And, you know, I always, like, testing some new yeah. applications and, you know, all the upvote for which I really like. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like apps in general. So, you know. I love it. 
I love it. Thank you so much for hanging Thank out with you. the Women in Tech podcast. You guys have no idea. It's late. We've both had a really long week and we're making this happen. Um, I just, I couldn't not share her story. She's made such a great impression on me and I hope, I hope to know you for a lifetime. You're, you're truly amazing. I, if you want to connect with more amazing women in tech around the world, remember to go to womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to our Facebook. You could say hello at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on all the things on Facebook. I will talk to you guys. See you guys here. You guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This was Alema Pelesic, facilitator at Swiss Contact Project VCP and Startup Grind Director at Sarajevo, Bosnia and Herzegovina. CCP is a global project happening in six countries worldwide. We are helping and empowering startup organizations and startups in these six countries. I'm based currently in Sarajevo, Bosnia and Herzegovina. And you are listening Women in Tech by Amazing Free. <laughs> It would not be possible to celebrate all these women in tech who have been extraordinary here in the Balkan region without the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. And I'd like to welcome Nina to talk a little bit about what Swiss EP is. Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech podcast. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. We are working in emerging markets and supporting young entrepreneurs, but also the supporting organizations like Incubator Accelerator. We started a program called Entrepreneurs in Residence, which means that experts can come and work with our startup founders here and startup teams and supporting organizations. We cover accommodation and travel expenses. And you get to meet really amazing people here. And not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic, and I am the manager of Entrepreneurs in Residence and ecosystem facilitator for the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here in Macedonia. To find out more about the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program, go to entrepreneur-in-residence.net. That's entrepreneur-in-residence.net. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.